Hi, and welcome to the new Feminine Revolution podcast. This is a space for women who want to live with deep self-love, personal responsibility, and purpose. I am your host, Carolina Zuleta, and I'm an expert in helping women create extraordinary lives. I'm excited to have you join us. Hi, before we start today's content, I want to share with you some insider information and extend an invitation. In May, I'm launching my new program. It's called Design Your Life Mastermind, How to Lead a Life with Love, Purpose, and Power. It's a very exclusive program. It's a program that I know it's going to transform the lives of the women who participate in it. And I know that it's a program that in 10 years from now, these women are going to look back and say, it was the best investment in my life. It's by application only. I'm inviting all the women who have drive, who want to fulfill their potential, create the best life for them, achieve those goals that seem impossible, and who have depth, who are are willing to look inside themselves to understand who they are and connect more deeply to their purpose, their emotions, and themselves. If you are one of those women that has drive and depth, and you're ready to join this group of amazing women to take your life to the next level, email me at info at carolinazuleta.com. We'll schedule a call and I'll share all about it. So I only have 10 spots. There's already four spots that women have said, I want them. So I know this is going to fill up soon. So if you are a woman that says like, I have drive, I have depth, I really want to take my life to the next level, email me today at info at carolinazuleta.com. Let's schedule a call and let's see if this is the right program for you. Hi, and welcome to episode 22 of the New Feminine Revolution podcast. I am so happy and grateful to be with all of you here. And today I am going to share a story that I've been wanting to share with all of you for months, but that I wasn't ready. It's a story that still makes me a little emotional, but now I feel like I'm ready to share it and share what I've learned from it. And it's the story about the day my daughter Maya was born. Maya was born in May 3rd, 2017. During my pregnancy, a lot of people wanted to give me advice and tell me things about, you know, becoming a mother. But I was a little bit reluctant to take all that advice unless it made sense inside of me and in my heart. One of those advices that made sense was given to me by a good friend. She shared with me that she wanted a natural birth. But the day her baby arrived, they had to do a C-section. And she felt so sad that she couldn't have a natural birth that she ended up having to deal with postpartum depression. So her advice to me was, Caro, don't get attached to the way your baby comes into this world. Just leave it to the best way that it can. And I thought that made sense. So during my pregnancy, I told my doctor I wanted a natural birth but I honestly wasn't attached to to how it was going to be. My only concern was to have a healthy baby and that I was okay as well. Towards the end of our pregnancy, Maya was still breached. Her head was up instead of down. So my doctor recommended that we had to do a C-section. Again, I wasn't attached to the outcome, so I was fine. Let's do a C-section. We scheduled a C-section for a Sunday. 
But the Wednesday before that Sunday, I woke up at 4 a.m. because my water broke. And I woke Andrew, and it really was like the movies. We hadn't packed our bag because we were thinking we were going to head to the hospital on Sunday. And we were both running around the house trying to get the bags packed, full of excitement, a little bit nervous, but mostly so happy because we were going to meet our baby. We head to the hospital. Once we got there, they checked to make sure everything was fine, and thank God everything was going on well. I asked for another ultrasound to see if she had turned, but she hadn't. So we said, okay, let's keep on, let's move on with the C-section. At 7.11 in the morning, my daughter Maya was born. And the moment the doctor said, Andrew, get the camera ready, I couldn't believe we were living it. I remembered every single detail. I remember her crying. I remember feeling her face against mine and the joy and the happiness we had. But in a couple of minutes, things started to change. The first thing that happened was that I started experiencing a lot of pain. And that pain consumed me from being paying attention to my baby. And I was just trying to talk to the anesthetician to see what was going on. On the other, at that same moment, the pediatrician and nurses were explaining to Andrew that Maya was born with the fingers in her right hand fused and some of them not fully developed and that that meant there might, might be heart issues or other conditions. So in the middle of my confusion with the pain and what was going on, they explained to me that they had to take Maya to the NICU to make sure that her heart and her kidneys and everything else was working fine. So they, I was able to be with her for a little moment, then I started having a really bad reaction to the anesthesia, and I was shaking so I couldn't hold her, and then they took her away to the NICU. And then for the next five hours, I was in a room alone with a nurse shaking from the anesthesia and just praying to God that my baby was going to be fine, that there wasn't going to be any other issue. And yet in that moment, that was so confusing and scary and we felt so much fear that something may be like wrong with her. There were miracles. There were little miracles that happened. The first one was that for some reason I was in, I felt this peace, like inner peace take on, take me, take me. And I was just feeling connected to something greater. And I just knew that Maya was here to be the biggest and greatest teacher I would ever have. The second thing that happened was that there had to be one, the nurse that was taking care of me, which that wasn't the kindest, she was more serious and quiet, had to leave. And another nurse came and she was so sweet. And she asked me what happened to my baby. And I told her they were doing all these uh, checkups on her, making sure she was, her heart was okay, her kidneys were okay. And she offered to go and see Maya in the NICU. And when she came back, she told me, please know that your baby has no tubes there's nothing like she's totally fine she's happy everyone is around her saying how cute she's her dad has her like she's really in like really good right now so don't worry and that was so good because of course I had no idea what was going on and then she, this same nurse asked me if I wanted to breastfeed Maya and I said of course that that was what I really wanted and she said, well, let me help you. And with her help and Andrews, I was able to get some of the uh, colostrum and milk and Andrew was able to feed her. 
so she didn't have to take formula. Thank God the biggest miracle of all was that Maya was okay. There was nothing wrong with her. Her heart is fine. Her kidneys are fine. And today we have an 11-month-old baby that is the happiest, cutest, healthiest baby ever that just brings so much joy to our lives. The one thing I didn't realize is that I had a big attachment of how that day was going to be. Yes, I wasn't attached to having a C-section or a natural birth, but I was attached to other things. When I was growing up, every time they would ask my mom, what was your happiest day? She would say the day each of my three kids were born. And honestly, the day that Maya was born was the happiest in some ways, but it also was the scariest, shocking, and confusing day in my life. So... I was attached to it being like this perfect, beautiful, happy day. And it wasn't that way. It was messy and human and imperfect. I was attached to thinking that I wanted to breastfeed her. I had read so many times how when babies are born, they even know how to crawl up to their moms and, and latch on and that how powerful and beautiful that first breastfeeding experience is. Well, I didn't get to do that. And I felt very sad by it. And even today I feel some sadness because I have this thought that life took away this perfect moment from me. That that when I remember Maya's birth, it wasn't this fairy tale that I had pictured. And for many months it, it was hard. It's been hard for me to accept that how things were and surrender them. So... I'm sharing this story because I want to share also what I've learned from this experience. Because I've had a very blessed life. And honestly, I don't think I I'm, I can't even talk about suffering. Because if I felt pain, it's been to minimal things. I have all my family alive and healthy and happy. And really, I, I'm just full of gratitude for how my life has been. But yet, I did suffer with this attachment I had to how I wanted that day to be. And what I've learned in these 11 months of processing this and accepting how things turned out is that our suffering, as the Buddha had taught us, comes from our attachment. Our attachment to how we think things need to be our attachment that life has to go one way, our way, and we suffer when life doesn't go that way. But I've also learned that we have the capacity to accept and to surrender. And that when we do, our light shines even brighter, our wisdom increases, our compassion, our love also grows. There's a sculpture created by a woman called Paige Bradley. And the sculpture is called Expansion. And it's a, a sculpture of a woman who's sitting with her legs crossed. And there are cracks through her body. And through those cracks, line shines. And I see that of suffering. It is in those difficult moments when we learn to surrender, to accept, to love, to let go of all these things that we think we need in life, that our, line, our light shines brighter. It is through the cracks in our life that we get to, to share more of our light with the world. Suffering is a part of our human experience. 
pain is a part of our human experience and we all try to avoid it and control it and pretend that it's not going to happen to us. But then it does in mysterious ways. We lose our job. We break up with someone we love. We are betrayed by a friend. We lose someone we love in our life. We lose money. Our career doesn't go the way we thought it want, we wanted to go. We, we have to deal with some illness or disease. And then we're faced with this reality that life doesn't always go the way we want it to go. And in this podcast, we're talking most of the time on how to create the extraordinary life. But an extraordinary life is not a life that is perfect. An extraordinary life includes life that has suffering. But the difference, I believe, is that we get to choose what to learn from those moments. Sure, would I have, would I have wanted to breastfeed Maya in the moment she was born and not have pain from the C-section? Absolutely. <clears throat> but it's not the way it went. And it just happened as it happened. And then I had the option on how much to be attached or how much to surrender, let go, accept, and find the beauty the miracles and the love in how things happened, which there's plenty to learn there from. Pain, we experience it, but suffering, we, get, we have some choice there. We get to decide how much we're going to beat ourselves up, how much we're going to stay attached to that idea, or how much we're going to practice surrender, learning, growing from those experiences that we didn't like to experience. I read this I read this mantra in an article that really moved me and it said it will not be easy and it will not be comfortable but it will be and you will become if today you're going through a moment that is hard if it's one of the what we call like big tragedies you lost someone or maybe it's just hard because you're trying to find your purpose and you feel lost or confused Know that that's part of your human experience and that you still have the power to choose who to become from it, how to grow from it, how much grace to accept it with. That is in you. I would love to hear from you. I would love if you would email me at info at com and share with me what was your biggest takeaway from this story I shared and how you plan to apply that to your life. I'm sending you all my love and I'll meet you in the cracks of our suffering where our light shines. Love you. Bye. If you like this episode and want to receive more exclusive content and some personal updates that I only share by email, visit carolinazuleta.com and subscribe to my newsletter. Also, remember I'm on a mission to transform the lives of a million women. So if you liked today's episode, please share it with your mom, your sister and girlfriends or any other woman that you consider could benefit from this information. I'm sending you all my love and stay tuned for more life lessons next week. Bye.